all right, sorry about that. Just my dad just walks up to me like I'm not fucking talking into a microphone. Whatever. Um, we're right back to it. No train of thought lost. Anyways. If you're a person who's like, oh, I really want to improve my golf score. You care about being good at golf. I guess I could see why you like watching it. You're like, oh, man, these guys are so impressive. And they are. It still is kind of cool to see, like, these dudes just tank drives. I still don't really get how they hit it as far as they do. Like, physically, how they can do it, I don't understand. Um, But again, again, golf, while it is super impressive, how far they're hitting it and how straight they're hitting it. While it is super impressive how a 12 foot putt is just like in their sleep. Maybe it's just me. I've never been to a golf tournament live on TV. I'm still just like, Oh, it's kind of like, it feels like something that it, it would be a thousand times cooler to be in person, like standing at the tee box and watching Bryson DeChambeau just crank one three fifty. That's probably fucking awesome. That's probably very unique very novel, like something you're not getting anywhere else sports-wise. But when he does it on TV, you see him swing, you don't see the ball, and then the camera just cuts to the ball in the air where it's like, oh, I mean, like it's tough to keep perspective how far it goes. I don't know. I'm just not a golf guy. But my question is, what is it about the Masters? Like why is it that everyone's dicks get hard when the Masters comes around every year? If it – if it was like the Super Bowl where it's like the championship of golf, I would get it. But it's not. It's one of four majors. There's four of them. They all, as far as I know, count the same. Like on your resume, as long like major is a major is a major is a major. So it's not the championship. Um, it's not like the only one held in America. The U.S. Open exists. Uh, like. Is it just because it's in April? I Like, why the fuck would that matter? I don't get it. I don't understand why the Masters is such a big deal. As far as, like, from my perspective, not a huge golf guy again. It's one of the four majors, so I, like, okay. But why is it that much bigger of a deal than the U.S. Open, the Open Championship, or what is it, the PGAs, the fourth? Why is the Masters such a big deal? The only thing, to me... The only thing that makes the Masters cool is, well, two things, I guess, that differentiates it from those other tournaments. One, the green jacket is by far the sweetest, like, tro- it's not a trophy, obviously, but the sweetest reward. Like, everything else, you get a piece of metal, who gives a fuck? You get a green jacket for the Masters, that's badass. That is badass. I will give you that. What Outside of, like, the Stanley Cup, Honestly, probably the coolest thing you could get for winning your sport. Like that's the one. If I professional athlete, I'd want the cup first, and then probably a green jacket second. So I get that. I'll I respect that, and I'll get that. The other thing, I guess, but even still, I'm like, all right, I don't really care. Um, the U.S. Open, the Open Championship, all those they move around, they switch courses every year. It is cool how the Masters are at Augusta National every year. Like. Is that the is that why the Masters seems to be a bigger deal than the rest? Like I don't. That's what I'm confused about. I get that it's a big deal in general because it is one of the four majors, but I don't get why it seems to be the biggest of the deals. If that makes sense, why is it that the Masters are that much more like everyone's getting up 
waking up early Thursday morning watching fucking practice rounds for the Masters versus any of the other major championships. That's what I don't that's what I need clarification on. And when I said people when I said people inform me, that's what I'm talking about. Why is it that people care so much more about the Masters? I don't understand. The only thing, the green jacket is the only thing. And even then, is it like just because you get a jacket instead of metal to hold that makes it the, the the Super Bowl of golf, even though there's three other tournaments that technically mean the exact same thing in the long run? Makes no sense. Makes zero sense. I don't really, I don't understand. Or, or is it because the Masters is the first one of the, of the golf season? Again, like, does that fucking matter though? Like, why? Why does that matter? I don't understand. I would love, I know people are going to be like, oh my God, how dare you talk shit about the Masters? I'm not even talking shit, really. Like, I don't care about it. It's whatever. It's the Masters. It's cool. The green and yellow color scheme's cool. <laughs> Their logo's cool. I, like, the branding of the Masters is cool. I like the branding of the Masters, but like, why? does anybody really care that much more than the other tournaments? That's what I need to know. I get it. I like, it's cool, but like, really, no one gets this excited for the U S open. Nobody. And they're the same fucking thing. As far as like golf status, I don't know. People get so worked up for the masters. I never have understood it. Probably never will. Honestly, like the green jackets dope. But other than that, who fucking like, who cares, really? I don't get it. I don't get it. Someone explain it to me. I know there's probably many people listening, like banging their heads into the walls, like, how do you not get the Masters? Dude, anything, everything I just explained, like, other than the green jacket. If it was the one, if the Masters, like, meant more or it was the one championship, then it'd be like, oh, okay. The Masters. That makes sense. It's like the Super Bowl, but it's not. And is the Masters the oldest running tournament? I have no fucking clue about any of this. Somebody tell me. That's it. That's my take on the Masters, though. Like, I just don't get how people get so fucking, or why they get so much more worked up for the Masters compared to any of the other majors. I just don't fucking get it, and I never will. All right, that's all I got on golf today. I can't keep talking about golf. Otherwise, I may fall asleep mid-recording. Take a quick break here from our, our pals at Anchor. Um, and then on the flip, the joke, everyone's heard the joke. What's the deal with airline food? I was in a training for my job <laughs> like a week or two ago. And this dude unsarcastic, unsarcastically said we were doing like a, Oh, good way to break the ice. Like what are some examples of breaking the ice or things to talk about? And this dude unsarcastically said, what's the deal with airline food? <laughs> And it made me start laughing. It's the dumbest shit in the world. But it did. It was thought provoking. I started thinking about airline food. Like, what? where did that come from? Who the fuck was the first guy that was like, what's the deal with airline food? What is the deal with airline food? Like, what do you mean what's the deal with airline food? It's airline food. Yeah, no kidding. It's bad. They're making fucking food on a tube going 500 miles an hour through the air. Oh, it's not five stars. It's not a well or medium well steak. It's not fucking Brussels sprouts and lamb chops. Oh, oh, really? I'm shocked that in the goddamn airplane, 
they didn't make you a five-star meal that you're going to be able to put on your food Instagram account. Quick break. We'll talk about what's the deal with airline food. <laughs> All right. What's the deal with airline food? Where I guess the, the, the root of what I want to talk about today regarding what's the deal with airline food isn't, God forbid, it's literally the joke, what's the deal with airline food? I'm not here to make that joke. It's, I'm, where did the, where did it come from is my question. So I'm in the meeting. I already set the stage. I'm in a meeting. We're talking about breaking the ice and this guy, maybe it was sarcastically. I couldn't tell unsarcastically. I don't know. Says what, like you could say, what's the deal with airline food? <laughs> that's such, a, that's such a ridiculous thing to say to somebody. <laughs> Can you imagine you're like, I don't know, in line at the grocery store. It's some dude's like, hey, man, what's the deal with airline food? I'd be like, what? What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, man, it's so funny to me. I don't know why. It's the least. It's it's not funny. It's not funny because, like, what's the deal with airline food? That's not what's funny. It's just hilarious for me to think about the thought of someone like, trying to initiate a conversation with someone they don't know and their lead in is hey hey man what's the deal with airline food like who the fuck would ever do that who would ever say what's the deal with airline food who in their right mind they don't know the person and their idea of like this will get them to start talking to me is to ask them what the deal is with airline food why would anybody ever do that why would anyone ever say that why would anyone ever even say that to a person like just in general, unless they're doing a stand-up comedy show in 1970? Honestly, why would anyone ever say that? It made no sense. And it was hilarious to me. Just the fact that there's anybody on earth who like seriously would ever consider saying, what's the deal with airline food to another human being to, in order to get them to start talking to them. Like imagine, it, someone says that to me. I'm my first thought certainly isn't. Oh, what is the this person thinking about airline food? This person's pretty interesting. I should probably start talking to him. Not even close to the first thought that would pop in my head. The first thought would be, is this guy fucking serious? One, two, I'd be like, oh my god, why would anyone ever say that? And then three, I'd be like, bro, are you really like? what you're really saying what's the deal with airline food i don't fucking know i thought that i thought the whole thing about what's the deal with airline food was like it's just a shitty joke on purpose because i don't know like it's funny how shitty of a joke it is that's what i thought i have no idea what the deal is with the airline food i don't fly a ton i've flown a fair amount probably more than i don't know actually maybe like on par with the average person that's the other thing. I don't think airline food's that bad. Like they just, every, the last few times I've flown, they just give me a bag of goldfish and a water. And I'm like, Oh, this is pretty, like you guys are pretty generous. Thank you. I love goldfish. Thank you so much. Five stars. If you ask me and a, a good cold bottle of water, they gave me the number one liquid, the number one drink on earth. And maybe just maybe they give me the number one snack to pair along with it. What? Yeah. What is the deal with airline food? Why is it so fucking good? Why is it better than any of the snacks I have in my house? 90% of the time. What is the deal with airline food? That's a great question. 
but don't you dare slander airline food. Like, where did this originate? Who was the first guy that was flying cross country and was like, what's the, like, what, what's up with this food on the planes? Like, what's up with it? You guys think it would be funny? He got home and told his friends. He's like, you guys, what do you guys think if I just started like going around asking anybody who would listen what the problem is or what, like what the situation is with food on planes? You guys think that would be funny if I just started shouting the tagline, what's the deal with airline food at literally everybody with a brain? What do you guys think about that? Like, I'd love to know how that started exactly. I'd love to know the first guy who flew LA to Boston or whatever it was and was like, holy shit. I just had my million dollar idea. Elon Musk thought about Tesla. Joe Rogan had the Joe Rogan experience as his idea. Portnoy had Barstool. And this dude's like million dollar life, life-changing idea was I'm going to talk about food on planes. Why? Why? How, like how? All, again, food on planes, I feel like is not that bad. Like where did this really come from? And beyond, beyond that, beyond just the origin, beyond just the first guy who was like, what's the deal? How the hell did the tagline, what's the deal with airline food, catch on where it's like, everybody's heard that before. That started spreading. People were like, oh, that's kind of sweet, actually. What is the deal with airline food? Like, I'm going to say some, some kid in fucking Texas heard that for the first time. And he was like, holy shit, that's, that's inspirational. That's enlightening. Like, I'm going to start, when I go back to college in the fall, I'm going to start asking all my friends what the deal is with airline food. I'm going to become the sickest kid who's ever gone to TCU. Like, I don't fucking understand. I don't understand it at all, to be honest with you. Like, maybe the the most confusing joke or like, yeah, I mean, that's what it is. It's supposed to be a joke. The most confusing running joke, recurring joke, where everybody's heard that before, like everyone listening, you've heard someone say that before, whether it was serious, sarcastic, like you've heard someone say, what's the deal with airline food? Fucking why did that catch on? Why did people decide, oh, this is going to be so funny. This is going to be so genius of us to just say for the next 40 years, and airline food again, like I, I feel like I didn't touch on it enough. If you're, if the, the point of the joke is like, you're shitting on airline food. What's the deal with it? Why is it so bad? Hey, um, maybe because you're in a metal tube going at the speed of light across an ocean. Maybe that's why the food's not great. Maybe because the reason you're there, you didn't get on the plane to get the best steak ever cooked. Right. Like, you're lucky they're even giving you food, to be honest with you. If I ran a plane service, I'd probably be like, dude, like, it's a three-hour flight. Just eat before and eat after. Like, relax. You need fucking food, and then you're going to complain about the food afterwards? You're going to go tell your friends and and base an entire stand-up routine over the fact that you didn't like the food I provided? That's kind of rude, no? That's kind of rude. The, the main service they're providing you, like they got you from point A to point B. You're still alive. The plane didn't explode. You didn't lose cabin pressure. 
You don't have to put on the little yellow mask. And then you're going to go on and be like, oh, man, my grilled cheese on the plane, like, wasn't toasted perfectly. Like, come on. Really? You didn't you don't go on to Delta's website when you're in the mood for a steak. You're not looking at Spirit versus United because you hear Spirit makes a mean BLT. Like that's that's not what are we doing here, people? What are we doing here? Obviously, airline food's probably not gonna be great. It's a fucking airplane. Like, it's pretty incredible that there are food trucks that make good food. You, have you seen a kitchen? Like, look at your kitchen in your house. Go to a go to a restaurant. Have you seen their kitchens? There's like 15 people working back there. Planes, you you barely have enough fucking room to sit down on a plane, let alone for them to cook you the best steak you've ever had. And then you have the audacity to go run around tell asking your friends what's the deal with the food. It wasn't good enough. I mean. Someone explain that to me. And again, people thought that that thought, that mere vision, that joke had so much had so much foresight to it that they were like, oh, my God, let's make sure people are muttering this phrase for the next 40 years. What is the deal with airline food? I don't understand. Also, again, to bring it back full circle, hilarious that in, in my training, break the ice session, fucking hilarious that this guy was like, What's the deal with airline food? Why would why would anybody ever say that to another human being? I can't I literally I can't even I can't imagine a single situation in my life where the my first thought of what to say would be like what's the deal with airline food? I could be on an airplane sitting next to someone random eating like a moldy sandwich and I still wouldn't say what's the deal with airline food. I'd probably be like, dude, this sandwich has mold on it. That's fucking gross. You think I'll, I'll get my money back for my flight? Pl- or, uh, for my flight? That's probably what I'd say first. Before the thought of what's the deal with airline food ever entered my brain, I'd be like, ew. Maybe just stick with that, ew. Or maybe like, hey, appreciate you guys flying me, saving a day of my life and travel. The sandwich is absolutely awful, though. Can I just get a bag of chips and a water and we'll call it good? Are you kidding me? They're giving you goldfish and water on a fucking plane? That's about as five-star as it gets. What is the deal with airline food? Yeah, why Why is the service so goddamn good? Why is it a five-star Hilton Hotel in Miami South Beach? Goldfish and the water? If I ever complain about someone giving me or, or an organization giving me goldfish in a water to like make my experience with them better. Please put me down. Please put me down. What? Yeah. What is the deal with airline food? Why are they so generous that they, they could have gotten like sun chips. They could have gotten, I don't know, some like oyster crackers or some shitty cracker. They like, they didn't have to do that. They didn't have to sign the contract with Pepperidge farm. They didn't have to give us all goldfish for free. For just for flying with them, they didn't have to do that. Do you know how much I love goldfish? Like they're easily the best cracker snack in the game. They didn't have to give us goldfish. Like you don't have to worry. They could have given us Doritos, and then you got to worry about your fingers. But you're touching like airplane shit. You don't want to suck your fingers, which is kind of gross anyway. You got to get a bunch of napkins, and now you have napkins everywhere that also still have the Cheeto like Dorito dust on them. 
They didn't have to go Pepperidge Farm. They didn't have to do Goldfish. And then people are going to say, what's the deal with it? What's the deal? They got hearts of gold. What's the deal? God forbid you fly on one of their planes without getting it to experience throwing back a handful of goldfish into your gullet. Yeah, that's the deal with airline food. That's the deal. Is that they're fucking incredible. That they're going to make sure you get a top-notch snack every time one, your ass is in one of their seats. What's the deal with airline food? I, Where did that start? Who? Where did that start? You, you take a plane ride and your first thought is like, oh, this food isn't as good as my favorite restaurant? Oh, really? No shit, man. It's an airplane, bro. You're in a metal tube hurling across the sky. Like, you should be amazed that you didn't die. You should be amazed that they can put you in the air and fly you at 500 miles an hour to a place safely. You, that's what, like, what's the deal with airplanes? Maybe that should be the conversation. How the hell did someone create this? Orville and Wilbur Wright, dude? Those guys figured out planes? I... Like, if if you gave me the next 20 years to, to figure out how a plane was built, I would have no fucking clue. Those guys built planes? Yeah, what's the deal with airplanes? How the hell did I just get flown across a 7,000-mile distance safely with baggage and clothes, and they served me food, and I got to sleep, like... What's the deal with airplanes? What's the deal with that? That's a phenomenon. Not airline food. What the fuck are you talking about? Airline food? Bro, you just you just covered more distance in three hours than you could in the car in two days. All right. That's all I got today. Hope everybody has a fantastic Friday and weekend. Appreciate everyone listening. Listening. Listens. I didn't know. I couldn't decide what to say. Spread the word. Tell your friends at Nick Second String on Twitter, at The Period Second Period String on Instagram, the Second String Detroit at gmail.com. Have a great weekend. Love you guys. See you next week. All right, baby. Second String Podcast. We're back. Happy Friday. I think it's April 9th today. I'm pretty good with dates. Not to brag. Let's just start. Let's get right into it. Fuck it. I'm pretty good with dates. April 9th. Boom. Didn't even look at the calendar today. Haven't looked one. Haven't looked at a calendar probably in three months. April 9th. Bang. Happy Friday. Not a, not only happy Friday and not even just happy Friday. Happy Friday to people who listen to the second string podcast, to people who support it, to people who tell their friends, people who buy the clothes, support the brand. Happy Friday to those people. Happy weekend. We're there. You made it. Grab yourself a beer tonight. Turn on a movie. Go hang out with your girlfriend. Maybe watch the Tigers. Whatever you like to do. The weekend's about you. It's your time. It's your time of the week. You do what you like. Happy Friday to you guys, the supporters, and nobody else. Everyone else, I hope they have the fucking worst weekend. I hope they get some terrible news this weekend. If you're not listening to the podcast, you're not buying the shirts, you're not telling your friends when they're like, man, I wish there was like a Barstool podcast for Detroit. If you're not fucking saying the second string, I hope those people have the worst weekends of all time. I hope it only rains over their house all weekend. Um, I don't know. I hope maybe like they get pulled over, get a speeding ticket, uh, like driving home from work Friday. I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be the bad vibes guy, but like I got to ride or die. The karma's got to fall one way or another. So let's get all the positive good karma on the second string side. 
everybody on the bandwagon, all the supporters, the fans, me. I mean, I'll take some. I don't need all of it. I don't need a lot, but I wouldn't mind the small slice of the good karma. We're going to give the good karma to the second string believers and supporters, and then everyone else can go fuck themselves as far as I'm concerned. April 9th, happy Friday. We're here, baby. We're here. I just... Um, I was going to say, I just, I'm, I'm doing a podcast looking out the window and there's just a dog shitting on my lawn right now. I don't really know how to feel about that. Do I, I mean, feel like I should look away, right? Not that they can see me, but it's kind of awkward. Like the dude's trying to take a shit. I would not appreciate it if someone just watched me take a poop. So I'm going to look away. Got a couple random topics today. Nothing. Um, I did sports. So yesterday, the the episode yesterday, we had our guest on first time maybe in 2021, to be honest with you. Like, I'm trying to think the last guest I've had on. I really don't know who it would be. Like, Eli Bashi, we talked about the Pistons. I don't know. I have no idea. First guest I've had on maybe in 2021. Um, Sammy K, the fucking sweet lefty. The lefty Jay from Kansas talked about all kinds of stuff. Some Detroit sports. He lives in Charlotte. We talked about Charlotte, Michigan State, NFC North, Packers, Lions. It was a good time. It was a good time. If you haven't listened yet, check that out. But we're I'm back today, back to the usual. Just me, a little old Nick, hanging out, doing the own solo routine. I'm kind of excited, though. I got, I'm excited. I always say it. Every fucking time Friday rolls around, I always say it. I love doing these random ones as much as I love talking sports. I love talking about Detroit sports. And Matt, another thing, not to get too off the rails, I love talking about Detroit sports, and I love those episodes, the MSU ones, and everything sucks. Imagine what Imagine what this is going to be like. Imagine me. Imagine my mood talking about this stuff. I guess I should say if, not just when if and when Detroit sports become good. Like, I enjoy coming on here and spending 40 minutes talking about the Red Wings, and they're going to get, like, the third overall pick this year. Imagine what those podcasts, what those episodes are going to be like when fucking the playoffs are on the line. Baby. But as much as I love doing the sports thing, and I do, and I love movies too, obsessed with movies. If you know me, you know that. Literally obsessed. I fucking love these Friday just random talking about the most random shit ever. I love these Fridays. I really do. So here we are. It's Friday, positive vibes. Everyone's feeling good. The weather in Michigan has been, it's been like 70s. I'm wearing a t-shirt and shorts and leaving my house. Beginning of April and I'm going outside in shorts and a t-shirt, that'll fucking do. If I mean, I'll take that all day. That's like unheard of, I feel, in Michigan. It's been good. Life is good. The Tigers are back. I, I guess, I mean, like, I'm not doing anything super cool with my, with my life other than building an absolute empire, the second string. Bars are still kind of like, I, I'm not really partaking. COVID count in Michigan's been out of control, so it's not that, like that nuts. But the weather's turning, so you can, that, that's huge. Michigan-wise, too, I feel like people will never understand, unless you've lived in Michigan for a full calendar year experience all the seasons, Like, people love to say, and on the West Coast, too, like, oh, baby, it's summertime. Like, why do you really care that it's summer? It's the same, always. If anything, you probably don't like summer because now it's too hot. Summertime in the Midwest and Michigan, it hits so different. 
like you can just tell with people too. Like everyone's just in a better mood. They're excited. They're happy to be here. Everyone's got shit planned. Like from the be- from May to the end of September, everyone's got every weekend fucking planned to a T. They're going up north. They're going to Chicago. They're getting the Airbnb. All that like every fucking weekend. Everyone's just feeling it. The sunshine. They got the vitamin D. I want to say. I don't know. They got the vitamin D pumping through the veins. Everyone's just in a good mood. The music t- is a little better. Food tastes a little bit better. Everything's just good. Life is good. So we're here um, today. Here are the topics today. I already know. I, can I, before I announce these topics, today may be the most backlash I ever get or have gotten for one of these podcasts. I already know. One of the things I'm going to talk about today is not going to sit right with probably like 90% of the people that listen to this, <laughs> which as I'm saying, it probably not a great idea as far as building a viewership, but Hey, I gotta be me. I'm not here to fucking pander to the, to the listener. I'm here to just to express my thoughts. I'm a man of integrity. What would, what would that say about me? If I abandoned my values and morals just to play to the viewer's ear? No, not about that life. But it will it will receive backlash. Most people are going to be like, that's a terrible take. I don't fucking care, though. And then the other thing, just random, everyone, you know, hopefully it's funny. Here, here we go. This is the Masters. Masters weekend. Everybody loves it. All you fucking see, you go on the internet, you talk to your friends, you turn on television. Masters starts today at Augusta. Da-na-na. The piano's in the background. Jim Nance, the Masters from Augusta. You see people wearing green jackets, the yellow and green logos, Amen Corner, Augusta National. People are eating fucking sandwiches that are 10 times more complicated than any sandwich ever should be. It's the Masters. Dustin Johnson, Tiger Woods, wish he was here. It's the Masters. I have to say something about the Masters. I have to say something about the Masters. I know it's not going to be well-received. I already know. I know most people won't agree with it. I fucking know. But I got to I gotta stay true to myself. And not only am I just saying this as, like, my viewpoint, like, just kind of saying what I think on the subject, I'm saying this as people listening. People listening, give me some feedback. Educate me. Inform me. Here we go. Why is the Masters such a big deal? You have, you must know if you've listened to me before, if you've been listening, if you know me, you know, not a huge golf guy at all. Really? I don't mind playing it. Like I'll go out, shoot around. I'm not a golf every Saturday guy, but I'll get out here and there. But again, when I'm going to play golf, I'm not going to shoot an 82. I'm going to probably shoot like a one Oh three, take down eight, nine beers, maybe have a cigar, crack a few jokes, pee in the woods a couple times. Like that's why I'm going to play golf. I'm not going to like see if all that work at the range is paying off. I'm going to see how many times like I can fucking honk the or or put the golf cart in reverse right when my buddy's about to swing. That's why I go play golf. And I like it. Golf's a fun time. Great escape. You get to go drink outside in nature. You're just kind of away from everyone. Your foursome's just isolated for six hours, shooting the shit, hanging out. It's outdoors, cigars, fucking beers. It's a great time, no doubt. But again, not doing it every Saturday, not fu- not like worried about my score, not really harnessing the craft. 
you know, when I smash smash my fourth ball in a row into the woods, I'm not looking up a YouTube video how to stop the hook. I'm slamming my club into the tee box, probably dropping an F-bomb and then debating if I'll play the rest of the hole or not. So I'm not Mr. Technical, Mr. I want to get better, Mr. One day I could maybe be on the tour if I just figure out my swing guy. I'm more of, all right, I'll go hang out with the fellas, have a few beers, and uh, you know, spend the Saturday outside. So with that being the case, you can probably infer I certainly don't give a shit about watching golf. I can barely play it. I could not care less about watching golf. For instance, today, Masters is on. It's not the final round, obviously. Masters is on. Like, I just got the Pirates and the Cubs on in the background. Like, that's kind of – and I I'd fucking do not care about the Pirates. I like the Cubs, but, again, don't really care. It's like the fifth game of the season. Don't care. But that's where I'm at as far as watching golf. I'll put the Pirates and the Cubs on in game seven of 162 over the second round of the Masters or first round of the Masters, whatever. I just don't care about watching golf. I don't get, I guess if you are a person, when you go golf, you are like, oh, I want to get better. I want to work on my swing. It's incredible what these people are doing. All right, quick break. Hang on. Sorry, getting interrupted. 